Release the Geek, the official podcast of Geek XP. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. Question me, Rose. Run for your life. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us for Release the Geek, the official podcast of Geek XP. Cosplay began as a hobby, with its origin stretching back as far as 1939 with the first World Science Fiction Convention in New York. Since then, it's become a global subculture phenomenon. Some cosplayers themselves have become internationally recognized, building their own brands and businesses to a worldwide fan base. And cosplay competitions are now a key part of fan conventions everywhere. South African cosplayers are no different, with many looking to take the next step and compete on a world stage. First among cosplay competitions around the globe is World Cosplay Summit, or WCS as it's commonly known, a massive cosplay event that promotes friendly international exchange through Japanese pop culture. WCS started in 2003 and has grown to include over 35 regions globally, and in 2018, WCS has expanded once again, with South Africa becoming the first country in Africa to join the WCS family. This means WCS now draws representatives from five continents. Icon Comics and Games Convention, taking place at Emperor's Palace in June this year, will play host to the first WCS event on the African continent. We spoke to Ed Hoff from WCS to get a better understanding about WCS and its global impact. We also discussed many things, including Ed's personal path to geekdom, the WCS origin story and how it was an international event from day one, how the host city of Nagoya in Japan gets fully involved in the WCS championship event, and we discuss what an incredible series of events await the region champions, which will include the South African winners when they attend the finals in Japan during the first weekend in August. We pass this over to the diva for her rating. Franku, what did the diva have to say? The diva has enjoyed this podcast and rates it completely salt-free. Thank you kindly to both Franku and the diva for that rating, but for now, without any further ado, please join me, Les Allen, as we release the WCS Geek with Ed Hoff. And now, we're releasing the geek. What is your profession? So, Ed, how does, how does, how does a boy from, I'm going to say, I'm not even going to say rural Vancouver, let's try and make it really rustic, the backwaters of Vancouver, how do we find a Vancouver boy in Japan teaching at a university and involved in the biggest world, uh, biggest cosplay competition in the world. Well, uh, it's uh, it's uh, that's a very good question, Les. <laughs> um, it, uh, I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I first uh, came out to Japan in uh, 1998 and uh, was uh, initially looking for some work experience to uh, continue my my masters at uh, university in in. Uh, uh, in Vancouver, okay. and my own background, uh, my parents come from Europe, uh, my dad's from Denmark, my mom's from Poland, right. and I've always been exposed to languages as uh, as a kid, and um, really enjoy languages, so mm-hmm. I, I, I put a lot of work into uh, Japanese language studies in, in my first year in Japan, and realized that I could uh, continue with the university studies in, in, uh, in Japan. I had a a friend from university uh, from UBC who uh, was going to Nagoya University, and um, I uh, uh, realized that that uh, was a possibility. So mm-hmm. uh, I kind of took that that path there. I moved to Nagoya, in 1999, and uh, from there, one of my first friends when I was in Nagoya was uh, uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Tokumaru uh, Oguri. Mm-hmm. And uh, he eventually became the uh, the CEO of the World Cosplay Summit. Right. Were you at the time? He was sorry. Go mm-hmm. on. Go on. Uh, at the time, he was working for uh, a company called uh, IHE TV, 
And uh, I was kind of helping them out with language uh, related translation, uh, some commercial work, uh, some some programming related uh, stuff. And in 2000, uh, 2002, they had uh, this project that they were working on uh, called the uh, the World Cosplay Summit, uh, mm-hmm. and they needed someone with uh, languages who was familiar with um, uh, international cultures and was familiar with uh, uh, those sorts of things. And and uh, they turned to me, and, and uh, uh, that's my initial contact with uh, with the World Cosplay Summit event. Right for myself. I mean, I, I got uh, – uh, go ahead. You had a question? Well, I was going to say, what, what, uh, what is your, your geeking background? Do you, were you always interested in Japan, Japanese yeah. language, culture? How was it growing up for you? I was just about to, to, to jump into ah. that, actually. Um, yeah, uh, for myself, um, I, I, it's, it's hard to pin down exactly what was, like, the first uh, thing that uh, – geeky sort of thing that I, I became interested in. It was around, I don't know, seven years old, eight years old. There's, um, uh, uh, I got interested in, in, uh, choose your own adventure, Ah, fighting fantasy. Yes. Uh, books. And I had the full collection of those. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if it was that, or, uh, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons, when I was in grade seven, that might have been a little bit later. Right. Um, did you I develop? Got, did you develop that amazing finger dexterity with the uh, choose your own adventures to make sure you were following the right path, like keeping your oh fingers boy. throughout the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> now that you mention that, I remember having you know all five fingers in different <laughs> pages just to keep the pages open and to see if. I really wanted to make that choice yep. or mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to go back and, and, and choose the other option mm-hmm. or, yep. I mean, ultimately, ultimately you're, you're, you're rolling and you're fighting against, uh, monsters in, in, as you go along. So there's mm-hmm. no turning back from that. But, right. uh, yeah, I had the full, full collection on my shelf when I went back for, uh, for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I dug those up and, and, um, yeah, yeah. there's, there's, uh, Lot, lot of reading uh, happened at that uh, that nice. time for sure. D and D was about grade seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember in grade five, um, a friend of ours got an Atari, ah. and uh, we'd all go over to, to to his place, and he was playing Asteroids, and there was about ten kids over, and only two p- kids could play at a time, mm-hmm. so everybody else play outside and i just remember the the whole din 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 of that noise of the game and the the longingness the the just wanting to play the game but you couldn't play the game because there was only one console right uh at the time that was a strong a strong memory and within that there was a, a game there was a uh there was a uh i can't remember the name of the uh the series uh um not Dragonlance, but um, uh, there was a sort of RPG style mm-hmm. uh, series that they had on on uh, the Atari console. The name's not coming to oh, me now. Right. Yeah, uh, played that those uh, games as well. I remember grade five again. Um, our teacher reading to us The Hobbit. Oh, nice. Um, so, uh, and then in grade six, I went to the library and I, I, uh, well, I read through the Hobbit and I got to the, uh, uh, uh the Lord of the Rings series mm-hmm. and to read a thousand page book in grade six was a little too much for me. And, right. and I only got halfway through the second book, but, uh, yeah, it was a confluence of a, of a number of, uh, uh, of things, uh, from the Japan side, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, we didn't have a lot of anime on 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 TV mm-hmm. uh, at at that time, but we we did have um, Star Blazers. Yes, mm-hmm. and and I loved that. Uh, that was about grade five, and I remember uh, sneaking down from my bedroom on the second floor to the first floor where the TV was early Saturday morning mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to watch this. So I, I think it was like eight in the morning, right. and I was amazed by this travel through the solar system by this this ship that looked like a battleship yeah i didn't have any 
concept of what Japan was or, or that this actually was a series from Japan. Mm-hmm. All I knew that it was a fascinating series and a, an amazing uh, story. And that uh, without, with all anime, it's, it's, uh, y- you have a, a number of, of uh, uh, stories during the season. Yes. And then that's it. With, uh, with Tom and Jerry or, or with other Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm. it's endless. They yeah. have so many uh, cartoons that they just keep repeating over and over again. So when, when the series ended, I, was, uh, I remember feeling the sense of loss. This, mm. Where did it go? What, what happened to this? I mean, we didn't have the internet at the time, so you couldn't Google it and, right. and say, oh, well, it's an anime. Mm. So I had no – it ended there, and, and that was it. And I just remember – wondering what happened to it and Robotech um, uh, uh, came on uh, I think the next uh, the next season sure. and it looked sort of similar but it was a little bit different mm-hmm. and, and uh, I remember following that for a certain extent but it was really um, Star Blazers at the time really uh, was was kind of my first contact with uh, with anime right um, there so was uh, was it a, a bit of a shock? I, re- I remember being surprised that I'm seeing Star Blazers. I watched it. I watched it as a kid as well. And then mm-hmm. you find out that there's more to this story. That it was Starship Yamato. It was that this was just the Americanized version of this Japanese cartoon. That there's uh, there's more to this story, really. Um, and I do want to ask. From Robotech, did you have a preferred storyline? Invids, Masters, anything that was a preference there? Um, well, from the, the Star Blazers uh, story and so many other stories out there, um, uh, particularly during during that time, the, uh, the fact that the, the story was edited to... Mm. Um, you know the Western audience uh, at that age. I had no concept mm-hmm. uh, of, of of that uh, uh, at all. It was only until after when when I got to Japan that um, uh, I really um, uh, you know sort of picked up on on that that the fact that before Pokemon, um, you know, there was a lot of a lot of that going on, catering mm-hmm. to uh, a certain audience, uh, a perceived necessity to alter the story to to uh, uh, make it uh, appealing or or consumable or uh, uh, in, in that sense so mm-hmm. I had no concept of that uh, uh, at the time it's it's pretty interesting how how you know the the story was uh, uh, you know chopped up right. and new characters were uh, introduced in, into the storyline and I mean that that sort of gets into uh, more my university researches as well, and uh, and that uh, that still does happen, and and with new markets that are being uh, developed, uh, such as India right now, mm. um, there are storylines that uh, uh, that are uh, uh, being developed in in the same sort of way to be appealing to uh, an Indian audience, right. Um, that, that that whole progression of uh, interest in in Japanese culture. At what point is it is it all right to uh, you know give it give it to people straight? Mm-hmm. Is it necessary to uh, you know groom or or you know uh, develop uh, a storyline for an audience? Uh, at all that's that's a whole uh separate discussion but um yeah i, I wasn't familiar with uh with that at the time right. at all as far as robotech goes i mean at the time i was quite young and i i knew that it uh that it wasn't the star blazers star blazers that um <clears throat> that um that i loved so i, I didn't really follow the storyline um uh, that much uh what i did get into more was uh, uh was gundam Oh yes. Uh, then, uh, then, then Macross. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, the the original Gundam series is is something that uh, uh, that I really uh, I really enjoyed. Right. And it's it's uh, it's in, it was uh, um, it was great that at the World Cosplay Summit, I think it was from 2005. The uh, 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 one of the voice actors for um, 
the uh, the main character in uh, in, in the series. Mm. Um, what is has been a regular guest oh, wow. uh, and and judge um, for the uh, uh, for the uh, the World Cosplay Summit. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> He'll get up on stage and and uh, uh, what is his name? Is Toru? Just uh, Toru. The name's not coming to me right now. Sure. It's uh, Toru, uh, but it's the uh, the main uh, Amuro character, the mm-hmm. uh, the voice actor yeah. uh, there. He's out there uh, quite regularly. So. Okay, you mentioned uh, World Cosplay Summit and Oguri San. From, from 2002, 2003, this, so World Cosplay Summit has been around for a substantial amount of time. What was the impetus for wanting to get something like this started? For the World Cosplay Summit, it was, I mean, the start was really, um, it was the, the uh, events department of a, uh, a TV company. Mm-hmm. Uh, that had the first idea, and it was uh, Oguri-san, who, um, and uh, a group of other uh, 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 staff at the time, and um, promoters, or, well, I guess it's it's uh, um, sponsors, mm-hmm. who kind of came up with the idea. I think they first visited uh, Japan Expo right. in uh, in France at the time. This is 2000, this would be 2003. Okay. Um, and... Uh, they uh, uh, went and saw how uh, internationally people were celebrating the uh, uh, Japanese pop culture in, in, uh, in such a way that dressing up as uh, uh, characters from their favorite anime or, or uh, displays or, or inviting out um, uh, producers from from, uh, from different companies mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and and that sort of that. I think that was a, a a big surprise for uh, uh, for them, and and to see how uh, Japanese pop culture was was celebrated internationally, um, you know, it, it, it made them ask themselves, well, why don't we have the same sort of celebration within our own country? Right. So that was kind of the first impetus to um, at least start something in Japan uh, revolving around Japanese pop culture and an open. Celebration, of course, cosplay at, at the time uh, was very developed in in uh, in Japan, but it was very much a at a subculture level mm-hmm. and uh, more closed, right? So cosplay events would be uh, more private in a building, right? Uh, and traditionally, uh, leaving that facility. Uh, in costume was something that uh, you didn't do in order to compartmentalize, structuralize society, and and to uh, uh, you know to be a good neighbor with uh, you know people in, in who lived in the neighborhood to not uh, bother them in in any way uh, to really you know keep that uh, indoors was was uh, a priority at the time it's not so much now cosplaying outside is is absolutely fine now yes but um uh yeah to to really have it more of a celebration is is something that uh you know they were looking at uh doing also at the same time there was uh the uh, world expo yes uh, was about to happen in 2005 in uh, Aichi uh, okay. in in Nagoya so to have some sort of Japanese uh, cultural celebration uh, was was something that was on their mind, and, and uh, to access that youth culture and and to uh, aim for a stage uh, or some sort of presentation at at, uh, at the expo was uh, something they were considering as well. Oh. And they put together uh, the uh, the first year. It was more of a, a, a program than, than anything, uh, being, uh, the, the, uh, uh, a TV, uh, TV company. Um, but the, the response to that, uh, inviting out of, uh, representatives, two from, uh, France, two from Germany and one from Italy, mm-hmm. uh, inviting them out, the, 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 uh, response that it got in, in the cosplay community in, in, uh, in Europe was overwhelming. 
and uh, just the feedback that uh, that we got at, at the time was was uh, very strong. So, you know, continuing that was obviously something that uh, that we ha- we had to do. We changed the the event time from October, which mm-hmm. it was in the first year, to uh, the summer, which is more uh, an open time period for for everyone you can take a, a holiday uh, easier during the summer for in most countries around the world mm-hmm. and um for the second year we expanded it to to four countries including the united states and uh it, it had a more extended uh, sort of program and it became less of a uh, a tv uh, documentary and more of a intercultural exchange mm. so the idea of and, the idea of world um, world cosplay summit being born from a cultural event to be hosted at world expo has now carried on to reach out to to the united states as well and i guess that answers the question about well why is it only japanese characters japanese content because its origin story was around World Expo and wanting to promote yeah. Japanese culture in that aspect. Yeah, very much. Uh, I, I think that, uh, yeah, it was really born in that realization of, you know, how, how uh, Japanese pop culture is, is celebrated mm. around the world and, and really focusing on that... Um, uh, play between how it's uh, celebrated in Japan, mm-hmm. how it's celebrated outside of Japan. There really is, uh, uh, you know, a, a difference in, in perspective there that's that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it goes for many things that that come from uh, uh, from Japan. A desire to um, to express. How it, how things are celebrated, how things are done uh, in Japan, and 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 to yeah to to share that with uh, with the world, whether that be uh, a flower ceremony with ikibana right. or uh, kimono, uh, how to properly put on a, a, a kimono, uh, or it goes to um, uh, with judo and the sharing of judo with the world and, and how it has become a, a global uh, sport. And, and, you know, perhaps some of the rules have changed from the way that they were in, in, uh, in Japan and originally. And, and that, that uh, uh, sort of expression of, of uh, uh, you know, uh, the way things are celebrated in Japan. Now, with cosplay, it's, it's a little bit different because, you know, it, it originally was... Um, uh, costuming of characters in the United States mm-hmm. and uh, sci-fi events during the 1960s that really caught on in in, uh, in Japan and sci-fi events during the same time here. Right, and grew grew uh, in in that uh, respect. Now, of course, in Japan, the the cosplaying of Japanese characters first started in Japan because that was naturally what was on television, what was available, what was around in manga and, and, uh, and anime. Right. And it really became its own, uh, thing, uh, its own entity, uh, within Japan. So it's not really expressing Japanese culture in that sense, but there is a very, uh, developed, uh, culture in, in, uh, in Japan. That's, that's quite unique and sharing that and relating that is is um, something that that uh, it's all part of, of what the world uh, world cosplay summit does. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, in in a world where there's so many takes on on costuming and and uh, cosplay culture, it is a unique uh, approach to uh, uh, the uh, the hobby itself. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that it stretched into the United States and started adapting there. And from there, you added more countries as as regionals to to come to the event. Was there a particular year where you could say almost that WCS crested that it that's when it broke through? That's when it started getting uh, more rapid in expansion and started becoming uh, more popular. Well, uh, the the growth has been pretty steady um, since. I mean, 
from during the whole as long as it's existed pretty much um it's about uh, an average of two to three countries every year mm -hmm. uh, join i think last year we had uh we had five countries join which was as an organization it was a little uh um it was quite uh a little bit more than than we we want to make sure that that every country has the same opportunities sure. when, when they join and, and receives the same uh, support, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah, the spotlight mm -hmm. for for being the new uh, uh, the new countries there. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess in numbers it was last year, but really for me, um, the realization in uh, that we had something very special was maybe I think two thousand five. Right uh, at the. Uh, the World Expo. I mean, we were building towards that, and um, that was, uh, in, in a way, it was sort of a destination for us. But we realized after doing the the, the stage, it was the first time that we we did a kind of championship, mm -hmm. in where there were performances on stage, and we had uh, judges. Uh, up until that time, it was it was more of a, a mixer event with a number of uh, uh, official visits and mm -hmm. and uh, uh, a parade. But 2005 was the first time that we had the um, uh, uh, the, the stage event, and really doing that and seeing the crowd and and hearing the uh, uh, the international response. We had uh, China joined in 2005 as well. Mm -hmm. um, we realized that we couldn't just stop there we had to really had to continue with uh uh with doing what we were doing we sort of became more familiar with uh other events around the world and and the way that um you know the the concept of cons and international events that were uh uh you know celebrating japanese pop culture and and uh, geek culture in 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 general mm -hmm. and uh, but we didn't have that um the organizational sort of structure or influence in in that sense right in creating an event we were isolated in that way a lot of the time when when you start up a a, a convention around the world it's it's a number of uh, organizers who worked at one event and are maybe in a different place and say well why don't we start up our own event here or uh, a related event or or a lot of the time there's there's know-how that travels from uh, one event to the next, and we didn't really have that know-how at at that uh, at that time. So it was a there was a lot of new things that we were uh, uh, encountering and and uh, and experiencing. And just the feedback from people in 2005 was uh, uh, really amazing. We knew that we had to continue uh, with that organizationally. Myself as as a, as an organizer for the event, uh, I, I think we noticed that there was a lot of things lacking in 2005 that we didn't. Uh, you know, we weren't up to, to, to speed on that we really wanted to uh, have a chance to uh, to smooth out and to uh, to improve on. Right. So for me personally, um, the the moment, I don't know, that crystallization that this was really something uh, amazing was 2006 when we had, uh, I think we had Singapore and it might have been Korea uh, and Finland joined at the time. Um it was about eight nations, mm -hmm. and it was a smaller scale of event, but the feeling that we had at that time, for me, was uh, really overwhelming, um, and it was really something that I wanted to, uh, I guess, I mean, here I am 10 some odd years later, really wanted to, keep, you know, was okay with committing my life to. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, each year it's it's... Uh, a coming together of everyone uh, again, and, and each year is very, very special. But early on, it, it, it really was those 2005 and 2006 that, that uh, were really, yeah, I don't know, life-changing, I guess, that right. uh, I could see there. Mm -hmm. the, the journey to WCS, there's, I mean, this is a, it's a, it's a massive experience to be recognized as the best in your country and then to be flown across to a, a, um, a world stage to compete uh, against the best from more than 30 more than 35 countries now the 
the documenting of this process are there are there teams that have have gone a step beyond to to document their their story uh, and have put it together for film there are a uh, uh, a lot of different i think um you know it's it's a really uh special journey for mm-hmm. for teams um i mean for myself now uh i'm 45 years old um and it's it's something that you know uh, us as organizers have been uh doing again and again but for the participants and uh the representatives for each country it, it's really you know the start of a a, a very special journey that mm-hmm. um you know for for, for uh, cosplayers maybe it's the first time that they're going to be doing cosplay outside of their own country or, right. or maybe for cosplayers from brazil it's the first time that they're going to meet uh cosplayers from malaysia or maybe it's the first trip to Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember back when I made my uh, first um, like high school graduation trip to uh, to Europe. It was, you know, really a life changing event, and there, in so many ways, I really wanted to to uh, to hold on to that. So a lot of teams will start up their own uh, homepage. Um, it's quite common that teams will uh, start up a, a Facebook page right. if you uh if you give a search on facebook for uh, world cosplay summit team germany team france team uh the different teams will uh most of them will have their own uh facebook page right and so you can follow their journeys along uh, there that's one good way to do uh, to do that um twitter also is is uh is out there some of the teams uh, uh start up a twitter account a lot of the time, the uh, Twitter or Facebook account will be transferred from one team to the next. Um, teams have been making their right. own Facebook pages for a number of years now. And uh, to have uh, World Cosplay Summit Team France 2012, 2013, 2014, uh, to have different teams and different pages for each group. Eventually, after the journey is they've returned back home. Mm-hmm. The page isn't used uh, again, so a continuation and just having one general page is another uh, form that uh, cosplayers sort of document their uh, their own journey. Mm-hmm. Um, there are uh, one more uh, uh, formalized uh, look at the trip of uh, cosplayers uh, from their preliminary to uh, uh, to Japan. There's a number of them in Japanese. From uh, uh, IHTV TV uh, right. up until now, mm-hmm. and those are kind of harder to find. They're uh, more obscure. It'd be, it'd be nice to have those available, maybe on the World Cosplay Summit webpage. Sure. Um, but I mean, there's you know even from 2003. I think if you look at the wow. the, the wiki, uh, the World Cosplay Summit wiki mm-hmm. uh, on Wikipedia, not, it's not an official page, but there are the titles of the different documentaries that uh, have have been there, and to really take those and put them on the WCS homepage will be a, a thing to do. Um, and then um, beyond that, there's one that's out right now called uh, uh, Cosplay Culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, this follows the the story of uh, the 2015 uh, Canada team. Right. Uh, from It's from Ubique Film. It's on Vimeo. Yes. Um, and uh, I would recommend for anybody who uh, is interested in seeing the uh, the story of a team traveling from their national preliminary to mm-hmm. Japan in the Japan mm-hmm. stage. Um, it's on, on Vimeo. So give it, a, give it a search, Cosplay Culture. Right. Um, very interesting story there. Um, that's, that's another... Uh, one that's out there. There are others that are coming out in the future, and also there is uh, a document uh, documentary on ANA flights as oh, well. Right. Okay. If you ever fly ANA, uh, look through the uh, the video selection there. Go to the documentary section, and uh, there is a uh, cosplay documentary uh, from I think 2016 World Cosplay Summit. Right. So there's a lot of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's not if you do a, a simple Google search, you're going to find a whole lot of stuff 
um, uh, about the WCS YouTube videos and and uh, other things as well. Of course, if you go to the the uh, World Cosplay Summit YouTube page uh, as well, um, there is a, there's going to be a lot of document. Mm-hmm. and videos there as well commercials or, or uh, different videos that uh, that we've posted there but uh, there's a lot out there and so for teams that are interested in 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 uh, you know participating in the the preliminary for their uh, for their country particularly right. for South Africa mm-hmm. uh, just joining this year and uh, you know I want to congratulate you uh, less on oh. on uh, your event and and uh, being you. the first uh, uh, event to host the World Cosplay Summit on the continent of Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, any teams that are interested in in, in, uh, in participating, please uh, mm-hmm. don't hesitate. Give it a go. Uh, get out there and and uh, yeah, just just uh, you know put together a a, a performance and mm-hmm. and uh, it's all it's all about having fun. You know, it's all Absolutely. about uh, doing it. Um, a, a lot of uh, uh, Teams will will look at it as as a really kind of high hurdle, or or you look at other cosplayers out there and go, okay, well they're doing it, so it's we're never going to win. But yeah. if you don't do it, then you you never, you know, it's just the the process of doing it in itself, mm-hmm. and is is uh, uh, a, a part of the enjoyment, and ultimately, however things go, it's the building of a, a community Absolutely. and being a part of of that community absolutely and just you by taking that step forward you know it it, it really ups everybody's game mm-hmm. absolutely and, you know and that's and that's what it's all about is is uh you know really just having fun and and and, and developing um uh you know what uh that that uh that hobby that that we enjoy right so the- so that, that that the original question there was um <laughs> As far as documentaries go, so I kind of <laughs> took it off 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 topic there. But sure. um, as far as documentation, there's a lot out there, and uh, yeah. So for teams that are interested, uh, please mm-hmm. do look those uh, uh, those up. Right. the The World Cosplay Championship event itself is nine days. The entire the entire um, the entire event is nine days. The championship happens on the Sunday. But yeah. the the winners from each of the regions get to have from the uh, from the World Cosplay Summit trailer. It looks like an amazing experience uh, in Nagoya City, being shown around all aspects of Japanese cust- uh, customs, culture, etc. What are what are the winners from each of the regions going to experience when they come across to this championship? Well, that's one one thing that's uh, quite unique about the the World Cosplay Summit event. Also, is it's it's um, I guess it's almost um, yeah, it's almost two weeks. Mm. Teams arrive in uh, Nagoya, Japan, uh, on the Friday before the the uh, the weekend before the championship, mm-hmm. and we'll stay until often the Tuesday. So as far as official and uh, semi-official uh, events or unofficial uh, uh, events, it's um, that's, uh, yeah, I guess 11, 11 12, uh, 12 days there. Um, the championship itself is on the first weekend of August mm-hmm. every year. Uh, and the... Uh, the one thing about the, the World Cosplay Summit event is it's it's an event that's dedicated to um, just the the cosplay, just the 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 the, the champion, championship and celebration of cosplay uh, in Japan. Mm-hmm. I did mention that uh, IHTV uh, started the uh, the event in two thousand and three. The uh, event became an independent uh, company in uh, two thousand and twelve. And um, yeah, it's it's uh, uh, really uh, developed to uh, 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 something that's. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question there? I just I lost the train of thought. Uh, oh, it's the what? There. What can they? Uh, what could the winners expect when they when they come across? They've got the the main competition right, right. itself, but uh, yeah. they're not uh, I mean, going through grueling uh, grueling rounds of elimination. This is already the showcase. What can they expect? Yeah in relation to tools, yeah. etc. There's about 
20 to 30 different events that take place during that period of time. Uh, there is official visits to, uh, say, the, the mayor of, of Nivoya or the, uh, the governor of uh, Aichi Prefecture, uh, neighboring prefectures as, as well. There is uh, uh, the World Cosplay Summit works in, in uh, correlation with uh, uh, tourism organizations in central Japan as well. Mm -hmm. So kind of taking trips to popular destinations right. uh, in in the region as well is 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 a part of uh, uh, a part of that. So uh, during the week, uh, the uh, the groups will will break up into three different groups. One will travel to Mie Prefecture, another will uh, uh, go to Gifu Prefecture, and uh, the other one will stay in, in, uh, in Aichi, travel to different destinations there. Usually new countries will uh, uh, take a trip to Tokyo mm -hmm. and uh, will do an official visit to the, uh, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Wow. And... Uh, yeah, meet the uh, uh, the uh, usually the the vice uh, uh, minister for uh, foreign affairs. That's and, incredible. Uh, yeah, it is really something that's that's again unique in in, uh, in Japan. It's a unique take on uh, uh, you know pop pop culture and and mm -hmm. the way that. Uh, it's it's embraced by uh, Japanese society to a certain extent. It's, mm -hmm. It still is a geeky thing and, and seen as geeky and, and uh, uh, nerdy and, and uh, or you know otaku related mm -hmm. in, in many ways. But uh, politicians really recognize that this is a part of uh, Japanese culture as well. I mean, mm -hmm. everybody recognizes to a certain extent. Everybody watches anime on TV. Mm -hmm. In that itself, every person living in born in Japan has an innate uh, uh, connection, mm -hmm. uh, a familiarity with the characters of, uh, you know, Naruto or, or One Piece. Yes. Uh, you, you mention any of those characters to a person in, in Japan and they know what they are, mm -hmm. no matter uh, uh, their age for the most part. Mm -hmm. Outside of Japan, that isn't so much there. So that really is, is recognized and, and uh, you, you know, it's, it's something that's unique in mm -hmm. Japan. Um, and also, I mean, it has uh, impact. Visual, uh, uh, visually, it's cosplay is something mm -hmm. that people notice. So for old, dusty politicians, um, <laughs> this is a, a, a fascinating pairing mm. of uh, cultures, uh, of old and of, of new, uh, to, you know, to move uh, forward, uh, uh, you know, numerous agendas. Right. You know, because otaku also want recognition. Yes. Uh, and... To be to have that kind of support on on uh, an international stage like that is uh, is uh, a great opportunity uh, to really uh, move move things forward and for politicians as, as, as well. It's it's a uh, it's a page turner when when you uh, every year it'll be uh, in the newspaper sometimes on the front page uh, the visit to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs wow. uh, and cosplayers from around the world. Um, it's uh, it's something that uh, that people notice. Or the, uh, the the mayor of Nagoya, he's a um, he's an amazing guy. He's uh, he's uh, really uh, outgoing and mm -hmm. and uh, 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 in, in that that uh, that way his character. He he's a great supporter of uh, the WCS uh, event and and uh, for for uh, for Nagoya. That's uh, that's always on on the front page right. as well. So. Looking there's at the a lot going on. There's, uh, there's a mm. lot of uh, different uh, events, much more beyond that as well. There's the uh, student organization, um, which is from about 2012, was a formal uh, group of university students from around uh, the Nagoya area. There's a Tokyo mm. branch as well of, of uh, World Cosplay Summit. Wow. Uh, university students, they really go out and, and, and try to uh, make each team feel at home. There's a, a, a university student who's paired with each country, mm -hmm. and uh, they're uh, a form of, of uh, a liaison in communication. Right. They try to help out the team and, and uh, really uh, as a form of support. Mm -hmm. Again, they're usually about the same uh, same age mm -hmm. as well. So a friend that they can that they can make and 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 um, 
you know, those, see those friendship connections really mm-hmm. continue on in, into, uh, into the future and, you know, have the, the university students travel to uh, the different countries uh, right. that they represent or, or the representatives return to Japan and have some friends, uh, you know, who are, who are there, who they keep in, uh, in contact with. There's, mm-hmm. uh, there's really a lot going on. I guess the easiest way to sort of see everything that's happening um, is on the uh, the World Cosplay Summit webpage. Yes, there is there is a schedule there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, right now it's it's still about a half year down the road, um, so it's not quite so developed. You can take a look at previous years and see what uh, events there are going uh, going on. Mm-hmm. They only have the public events that are happening on the webpage, and there's even more uh, sort of private, uh, just within. Uh, uh, for the country events, such sure. as the opening event that happens uh, the first weekend, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, just the organizers and the representatives and the university these students, or there's a karaoke party along the way. There's a, there's a whole lot going on. It's, right. uh, it's a full, full almost two weeks uh, of events. I, I do add on those extra two days because at the very end, this is something for, for uh, teams who are interested in thinking of coming out, uh, something that's very special, uh, that happens after the championship, um, is a, uh, an onsen, uh, a hot springs. Oh, wow. Trip. Yeah. So <laughs> all of the, yeah, it's, it, it really, for me, again, that's something that we, we've been doing, uh, since I think maybe 2009, but it's really amazing. Um, each team is, is, uh, invited out, organizers are invited out and we'll hop on, I think now it's three full-sized buses, and we'll do a little bit of a tour, and we'll end up at a uh, hot springs uh, along the coast, and um, yeah, we'll 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 uh, uh, spend the uh, uh, the night there. There's hot springs, of course. Uh, if you've been to a uh, uh, hot springs in Japan, it's it's um, uh, male and female are separated in the rooms, and, and also in the uh, the bathing facilities. Uh, I think everybody's been to a, a hot springs pool. Yes. Most countries around the world, you have bathing suits on. Uh, mm-hmm. However, in Japan, you don't. And uh, uh-huh. this is something that's uh, that's quite uh, uh, new and and uh, maybe a little bit embarrassing for uh, for people. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's um, uh, again something that's uh, it's very unique. And afterwards, everybody just wearing the uh, uh, the yukata that you get at a hot spring. Um, mm. Uh, event and having about 120 people, 130 people from so many countries uh, around the world uh, together in one place, wearing the Japanese uh, yukata and, and uh, having a, a, a traditional dinner. It's I think even for Japanese people, that scene uh, is something that's very unique, very special, and uh, yeah, it's an opportunity that, uh, that that shouldn't be missed. Of course, the the bathing portion of things. If you are too embarrassed that uh, you don't want to participate in that, or, or culturally, mm-hmm. many cultures around the world where uh, this may uh, not be appropriate, right? Um, or there, there, there may be some cultures uh, out there. It's it's entirely up to you, or uh, religion, of course, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's not, uh, of course, it's not a mandatory thing, but uh, it is uh, something that's. I, I think that the hot spring is something that's that's very. very Integral in in, uh, in Japanese culture, this the mm-hmm. bathing uh, with the c- communal bathing is is uh, something that that's it's really hard to uh, express or or, or or explain. So the opportunity to do that is uh, is something that's very special, and that's right. on the Monday and and uh, and Tuesday after that. So the Tuesday okay. after the uh, final championship, um, it's recommended the teams uh, uh, make some. Yeah, travel plans, uh, go to other parts of the uh, the country that they're interested in going to and set aside a certain amount of time, maybe before the uh, the trip out. But uh, definitely, you know, um, yeah, taking in what you're interested in around the country is, is uh, highly recommended as well. I also see on the webpage that uh, tickets now open for uh, tourists, that it's not just a team event this is very much a tourist destination and a tourist experience you've already mentioned that there are events that the teams would get to go to but uh it seems that nagoya city really puts it on for everybody for this event yeah that's really something that the the wcs is is uh 
trying to work on, trying to develop is is really making it a, a uh, uh, something that not uh, just the, the teams and representatives come up for, for but mm-hmm. uh, family members, uh, friends, people who are interested in, in uh, coming out and just checking out the championship. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do want to take a trip out to Japan and see what it's all about and take in the, uh, the champion, maybe support... Uh, uh, your team and, and uh, uh, or others who uh, are planning a trip out to Japan and just want to check out something uh, something a little different. Right. Uh, it's in the heat of summer, and Nagoya is 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 known as as being one of the hottest places in in uh, in Japan. Mm-hmm. But uh, matsuri or festivals uh, take place in the hottest point in summer in Japan. It is wow. really. Um, yeah, it's. It, I mean, there's got to be thousands of matsuri throughout Japan, and this this uh, celebrating in the. Uh, I mean, it's in the evening, so it's a, mm-hmm. it's a lot cooler. Right. Um, but so that's really the time that uh, that that happens. So it's uh, recommendable for anybody who's uh, who's interested right. to come out and uh, and uh, enjoy. Excellent, Ed. I wanted to say thank you so much for um, for sharing, taking time out of your schedule. I know you're a, you're a very busy man as well, but to take us through what World Cosplay Summit is about, how you got there, um, your geek credentials. Um, so we, we, we know that uh, we're speaking to an authority here and that's great. Uh, we like to wrap up each of the podcasts said with, uh, a bit of advice, some pearl of wisdom from our guest to anybody who might be listening. I think you might've touched on the major point about just, giving it a shot, trying and getting involved. Is there anything else you would want to add to that? Well, I think it really is uh, about that. It's And I mean, I think just life in general is really getting out there and, and doing it uh, and not really worrying too much about what other people are saying out there. Life is... Uh, Life is short, um, and we only have one opportunity to do what uh, what we want to do. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, worrying too much about what other people are are, uh, are saying about whatever is is kind of a waste of time. It is. You really have to follow your heart and 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 make that step, and that's what moves us forward. Uh, and now with so many opportunities and geek related things to 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 get out there and and do it and and. Uh, you know, have fun with it. Um, uh, you know, you just uh, you just gotta get out there and not worry too much about uh, you know uh, what else is going on there. Excellent, Ed. Thank you very much again for your time, and we will see you in July when we come across yeah. for uh, for championships. Sure, looking forward to it. Excellent. Thanks very much, Ed. Okay, thank you very much. Shaka free. That was release the geek. The official podcast of Geek XP. What the chain of command is, it's a chain I go get and beat you with till you understand who's in rut and command here. To contact the show, you can email us at releasethegeek, one word, at geekxp.co.za. Thanks for listening. I'll be back.